Hey everybody, this is Daniel Thompson and welcome to Nerdy Talk with Dan. I am Alvin Williams. Welcome to Nerdy Talk with Alvin. Ooh, spinoff. Yeah, yeah. I call it spinoffs. <laughs> nah. So, I don't yeah. see it. We're, <laughs> we're, a little, uh, we're a little late on this episode, but not really. I mean, right on time. Yeah, we usually have episodes sometimes that release not on Fridays, but I know some of y'all were like, oh, where's an episode? I'm like, hey. Sometimes scheduling stuff happens because, you know, we're busy people, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, sorry. You look like you've been busy, bro. Yeah. Even though everybody can't see Daniel, he looks busy. Yeah, my hair's all not cool. Well, it looks cool, but it doesn't look like my my usual self. I know you was going for the Wolverine. was like, forget it. Like an anime character. You know how it's like spiky? Anime (laughs) character's hair is spiky. It's dark in some spots, blonde in other. Yeah, it's like that. But uh, a lot has happened. This week, a little something. You know, like uh, I guess we should get into the the juicy stuff. Hey, Ant Man and the Wasp. That just debuted this week. Mm-hmm. Opening did what eighty two. Right now they're million? saying it's an eighty two million uh, dollar opening, but by Monday we'll know for sure what the opening was because it could go even bigger. Yeah, depending on if word of mouth is good. So I haven't seen it, but you have. Mm-hmm. How was it? <laughs> of course, we're not about. To, of course, y'all know we're not about to get the whole rundown story. Yeah, we're about to get a little teaser. Yeah, uh, I said it was decent. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like it wasn't great, but mm. it was passable. Mm. And I think there was too much going on in that movie that it was kind of like it had an identity crisis. It didn't really know what type of movie it wanted to be. What 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 story did it want to focus on? It had like four different story. Storylines or probably five, mm. but then by the end of the movie, when I'm watching it, I'm like, "How many people wrote this movie?" Because <laughs> it feels all over the place. And then you know, in the credits, it's like five people wrote it, and I'm like, "That's why." Yeah. Like I'll, every every time five people like every time you know three or more people write a movie, it's always like kind of a mess. Wishy washy. Yeah, and so, but like disregarding all that, like Paul Rudd and Evangeline Lilly. The whole cast does a great job being their characters, and you know they have a a good banter with each other. Even though I feel like they made Paul Rudd's character, his Ant Man character, uh, more of a like doofus, and I was kind of like, like kind of goofy. Yeah, and I was like, mm, that doesn't really like if I watch Ant Man one and then like watch the second one, it would be like, all right, they've kind of made him a clown, you know, and I didn't quite like that. No, is it almost like um, no. From you just saying that, and honestly, from seeing just the trailers, mm-hmm. does it kind of compare to Deadpool a little bit? No, no, no? I, it's not like Deadpool. It's like he's just in. This seemed visually, it was just like it reminded me of some some parts in Deadpool. I mean, there's a car sequence, a car fighting sequence, yeah, like the first one, sort of, and then there's like a. Uh, but there's no, no correlation or nothing? No. Nah, it's just, you know. And and also what bugged me is he didn't really use his powers like that in this movie. I mean, he went bigger more than he went small. And I was like, eh. You're Ant-Man, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I know you're Giant-Man, too. But, like, the movie's called Ant-Man. So, yeah. like, Ant-Man and the Wasp. But the Wasp got more play. Which was, she was cool. But, you know, it's Ant-Man's movie. So, maybe this is her origin story a little bit. Just to bring you, bring you in on her. I feel like they had too much they tried to juggle. Like, if you wanted to focus on Ant-Man and the Wasp, focus on Ant-Man and the Wasp. And then the villain was, like, 
interesting, but like not a good foil to Ant Man or the Wasp. <laughs> you know, like anything when you watch a movie, a superhero movie, the villains got to be just as good as the heroes. Yeah, and like a good foil. Like the first one kind of had a decent foil where the guy could also shrink, and so you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there was that. But in this one, the villain can't shrink, so it's like, dude, you shouldn't lose any <laughs> of these fights. Villain. <laughs> yeah, but you know. Yeah, if you're a Marvel fan, you will love it. And then if you want to see how it ties to Infinity War, then you're going to love it a lot. So it's definitely a tie there. Yeah, I feel like Ant-Man and the Wasp is like uh, a bridge for, you know, uh, Infinity War or Avengers 4. Like, that's his only purpose. That's the only reason why it... Exists. You think so? That's so. You think that might be where I have so many stories? Yeah, like it doesn't. It, it doesn't work on its own. I don't think. Mm. To me, but you know, in the bigger picture, it probably works a lot better. You know, <laughs> but uh, gotcha, but gotcha. you know, I, that, like I posted that on on Facebook, and a couple friends of mine were like, "Oh, you're crazy. The movie was great. I had a great time with it." <laughs> and I'm like, "Hey, I, I told you, Marvel fans. If you're a Marvel fan, you're gonna love it." And, you know, I was like, but not every Marvel movie can be, like, fucking amazing. Like, sometimes they just make average movies, which isn't bad. It's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just... <laughs> I probably won't watch Ant-Man and the Wasp again anytime soon. Like, mm. So you buy it on DVD no <laughs> Probably not, no. Whew. Ant-Man I liked. I liked Ant- the first one. But yeah, the first Ant Man was actually really good. Yeah, it was kind of it had the right tone. Like it was like it knew it was fucking a stupid concept, right? And the you know characters were treating it like okay. so. He really didn't grow up at all from the first one. He seems like he got more immature. Like he became more Paul Rudd. <laughs> and Paul Rudd is funny, but I was like, all right, you kind of like out of balance with you're your off character. From the, yeah, yeah, because this character has his own. Balance to things. Yeah, but you know, um, that's that's kind of a slight. Against, that sounds like a slight against Paul Rudd, and it's not. It's just I'm just trying mm. to respect what came before. Got you. So, all right, I have a question, sir. Mm-hmm. So, seeing that you were, you know, recently in L.A. or Hollywood, California, in California, this uh, what two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and you met some of the characters from the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Well, a character per se. How has your take on meeting a per- meeting a character in person responded to how you kind of took the movie in or well, or adjusted to that character well, that, first that off, played? Ti was only in the movie for like five minutes. Well, I knew that, but <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I didn't want to put the specifics, but no, I know I'm you meant. I know you meant a lot. I put specifics on it only because you know I can I can put him on I, I I'm not putting him on blast but I've already talked about his career to yeah, him yeah. with them so yeah. you know like I feel comfortable saying okay yeah he was only in the movie for five minutes you know I mean it was <laughs> you know it's kind of funny that he's getting to go on these press runs for this movie and like he's only in it for like a small amount of time right but you know in his own right he's a you know a decent name. You know, so I'm saying like, I guess that wasn't a good one because you only met him. That was only him, yeah. And he was only there for five minutes. But he was talking about how fun it was to shoot, and mm. I could sense that when I was watching it. So that's the only correlation I could really put into it. From yeah, seeing him in person. Okay. Yeah, it looked like he had fun. Cool. <laughs> well, my 
question was like five minutes. Sorry. Half minute question. I mean, it was, it worked. <laughs> so, uh, out of 10, what do you give Ant Man and the Wasp? I would give it a 6.8. A 6.8. That's passable. That point eight saved him a little bit. 6.8. It's nearly 2 bit. 7. I thought it was. It had some interesting elements, some fun elements to it. It just got jumbled down with like plots that I was like, "All right, what the fuck?" It's like it's like when you have like when you're dating somebody and then they you ask them, "Hey, what do you want to eat?" You don't know anything about that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't come for me. (laughs) Don't come for me. (laughs) But uh, you know, it's like, "Hey, what do you want to eat?" And then they're like, "Oh, I want some McDonald's." I'm like, "Okay, let's go get McDonald's." They're like, "Eh, never mind. What about some like Chick Fil A?" You're like, "All right, Chick Fil A." And they're like, mm, "I don't really quite know what I want." And then you're just like, you get frustrated. Mm-hmm. Like, All right, what the fuck do you want to eat? Right. You know. But and that's kind of how I felt about this movie. Like all the things sounded good. It's just they kept jerking me back and forth between different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, put your foot down, bro. Yeah, like decide. But you know. I'm not going to shit on Ant-Man and the Wasp only because, you know, the director, Peyton Reed, is from Raleigh. North oh, Carolina. really? So, you know, represent, shout out, Peyton really? Reed. You know, yeah. I'm shout like, out to Peyton, man. Yeah. 919. Yeah, he came a long way since doing a cheerleader movies like Bring It On. Oh. <laughs> That's where he's from. He's came a long way, so. Hey, man, those movies were probably back in the day. Don't do that. They were. <laughs> like one, and then the rest of them were like direct to DVD. <laughs> like bring it on again <laughs> Bring it on Three more times Three more times yeah. <laughs> they, would try, they really got Like uncreative With the titles After Shout out to Gabrielle Union For making that one mm, Worth it Gabrielle yeah, She made that one worth I it I did I saw her from a distance I didn't expect See anything to her Cause you know Crushing from a distance I wasn't crushing Dwayne Wade Would have snuffed you <laughs> He would have came out of nowhere With a fist <laughs> Side swipe <laughs> Still touching my wife Side swipe I know you want to hug. Don't touch my wife. Gabrielle Union is too old for me. My mom would kill me. Whatever. <laughs> my, mom would, I, my mom would be like, what are you doing? What did J. Cole say in that song? What? I want a girl like Neil Long. He did yeah, say but that. But J. Cole is young. old as fuck. J. Cole's only like 30. I'm Okay. He's Well, he's Man, like it's, 35. He's 30. He's like 35. No, he's not. Well, like, quit, try, quit trying to make J. Cole <sighs> seem Google. like he's young. Yeah, Google is the, is the fucking equalizer. 33 years old. Oh, for real? Yeah. He carries himself like an old dude, but because he looks like he's 25, people think he's like some woke young dude. I'm like, the fuck up. He's, he's living <laughs> life longer than us, so <laughs> that's it. You just got on him when he turned like 30, bro. I you did. You haven't even been on him. I, like, damn, I'm not, even, I'm not even claiming that I was a okay, J. Cole I was about man. to say like years I, ago. I always said J. Cole. When I first heard J. Cole, I was Friday like, Night Lights. No, here's what put me off of J. Cole at first. He would always, in his raps, be like the hipster guy, like, hey, like, I know talking about shoes is boring, but hey, you gotta listen to this knowledge right quick. You know, it might not sound fun right now, and I'm just like, I get it. It, like, it sounds like a like a dad or a parent talking down to you and shit. Bruh, like, I'm y'all can te- see my face looking at Daniel <laughs> with that rap right there. I'm dude. not rapping. I'm just saying that's what it sounds like when really? he's rapping. Yeah. I, actually, one of his songs that he just performed at the BET Awards, that was like some of the lyrics, or I'm paraphrasing the song. But you really we were, I was like behind the back or backstage and, you know, watching on the You talking about when he performed? Yeah, at the BET Awards. And I'm like, Come yeah, he on, does bro. have a stay woke vibe, but I wouldn't. But he's a cool dude. Like in person, it, he's cool. Maybe like the 
uncle that's been through some stuff and is trying to keep like your nephew from like, getting out of trouble, something like that. But I wouldn't say mom or dad, bro. That's just he's definitely like a mom or dad. I would give him the mom or dad. He's like bro. invest in the bank. He's like invest in stocks. Invest like is that like, what you want? Is that not what you want to hear? I do, I mean I do want to hear that, but not in raps. I'm trying to hear like some some. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But no, actually, you know, most of rap is really based off some ignorant shit. But that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad like most from rap. the time that we come from. But I think yeah, yeah, but I, I think the way he does it is not ignorant. Yeah, not an ignorant really. Yeah, it's very smart and intellectual <laughs> and I like it. I would put it in the Well, hip hop is different though, because like even with it. me I mean even with me though, like like I listen to I'll listen to J. Cole like Someone that you listen to exactly to the words and be like, yes, I'm going to go get me a 401k. <laughs> yes, I'm going to go stay employed so I'm in North Carolina. Like, yeah. I know. Like, you know, I, I'm going to yeah. do that mm-hmm. straight on what he says. But at the same time, like, I'll listen to, like, Yo Gotti and Jeezy, like, some, like, cocaine music or something like that. And still be, like, on my way to work and be like, but I did get this money. Yeah. I'm still, thank God. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I guess. I kind of flip it around, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I in guess. its own way. Like, I, yeah, I don't hate it. I get what it. you're saying with the ignorance. Like, the ignorance does kind of keep it, like, boastful. Yeah, you and know. Hype, but I, but. And he adds variety to the the genre. So I, I can't, I'm not fully hating on him. So like, him and somebody like J Rock, you know, they're very interesting. Uh, J Rock. J Rock. I don't know J Rock. J Rock, yeah, he's, he's kind of new on the scene. But he was in the song with. Uh, uh, Kendrick Lamar in future with the uh, King's Dead. His name is J Rock. Yeah, I thought it was like J something else. I no, thought it was like J King or some shit like that. J-Rock. I like his song Win. Yeah, Win, 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 Win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of songs yeah. out there. A lot of artists and stuff that I'm like, yeah, finding now. He's good. And some of them are old artists that I like never listened to before, but I'm like, hmm, these are actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like Fabulous. I like you, Fabulous. What? I just found out about Fabulous. What? I know. It sounds old. But all the songs that, no, but I heard some of his like old discography and I was like, wait, I know this song. Yes, I bro, like, you know it. He's yeah, just not on the scene like that, yeah. like you be killing him. Bro. I'm like <laughs> You didn't know that was a song, bro? I didn't know it was fabulous. I just thought it was bro, like J. Cole. I'm sorry, not J. Cole. Fabulous, Jadakiss. Oh man, they Joel Santana. Like oh, those are like those are like artists that you listen to. Like, dang, this dude can rap, but I ain't gonna buy a CD though. Well, Jadakiss <laughs> has a specific voice that's like kind of like grating on the ears. He's oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I'll put you on the map. Yeah, exactly. Like, right <laughs> Question <laughs> bone. <laughs> well, don't do him like that, bro. You sound like he got no teeth, bro. <laughs> no, nah, I was listening to uh, the Freddy vs. Jason's uh, album that they did together, the collab that they did together. Then, yeah. yeah, I know because it was. It came out like in January, and it was like they pretty much like Fabulous was had the Freddy Krueger persona, oh. and then Jadakiss had to do Jason as like his persona and was rapping as Jason and shit. Got you. And I was like, hmm, this is kind of tight, you know. But and you still ain't started listening to Ludacris yet. Nah, I've listened to Ludacris, and I still stand by my opinion. He's okay. <laughs> but you know. We're not going to get into all that. Well, since we're talking to hip-hop real quick, <laughs> I want to um, verge to the subject real quick. Mm-hmm. Scorpion. Yeah. I was in Florida listening to that. That bad boy came out around my birthday. So, what do you think, my friend? I like it. Side A is great. and Side B has a couple songs that I'm like. Oh, I don't have the side, a, side B version. <laughs> I don't know if you listen to it on whatever streaming or whatever. Oh, it was just... like it, it, he split up the album into 
Like he split it up like an old. Do you listen record. up straight? Did you listen to it straight up and down? Yeah. See, I didn't listen to it straight. Up. I, I shuffled it. Oh, okay. I didn't do that. I, cause I, yeah. cause I, I, I believe like when artists put their shit like from one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, Just like for a reason. they're trying to like get the moods or mm. trying to tell a story or some shit. Mm-hmm. It, it's very, you know, side A is very much like this is my like, like gangster fun side and shit like that, and mm-hmm. then. Side B is like, all right, here's my emotional shit, you know, like the Michael Jackson shit, which could have easily been a weekend. That was that was that wasn't Michael Jackson. It was Michael Jackson. That was not Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. bro. It doesn't matter to me what you say. Michael Jackson. That was Michael Jackson. And you know, I was telling my girl, I was like, yo, I was like, why come Michael Jackson never did a feature with people like that? Like, how come Michael? J- you cannot. Other than the We Are The World. Yeah. And that is that song, and he did a song with Janet Jackson, of course, when it was Jackson 5. Mm-hmm. You do not hear any songs with Michael Jackson featuring anybody else, You're right. bro. You're right. And I was like, yo, if Michael Jackson... But I'm saying, if, if he was alive... Obviously, that was a sample. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, like, if he was alive, imagine how dope this song would be yeah, with him singing that, bro. Yeah. He would have been, like, going crazy. <sighs> I was like, bro, I said, I mean, that's automatic platinum, but the fact, the fact he sampled it is not going to, is not going to get as many views or whatever the case is. Yeah, a lot of people were saying, oh, well, you know, um, you know, the, it's Michael Jackson's family, they probably don't like that. He's yeah. Because the song is like, he, you know, when Michael made songs or he, when he shows them, you know, he didn't release them for a reason. And I'm like, yeah, but like, you know, the estate got paid and they gave him the rights to right in the song. Yeah, exactly. So, hey. What you gonna do? More power to him. But it was hot. When I was listening to the sample, yeah, I was it like, was. I did Okay, what's funny is, and I might have said this on the podcast or on the last podcast, when I was at Jamie Foxx's party. Yeah. And everybody was listening to each other's music yeah, and shit yeah, like yeah. that. I got to hear a little bit of Scorpion. Oh, yeah? You know, tracks, like some of the songs on there. Right. Played three songs. What there. songs did he play? Don't Matter to Me. Okay. You know, so Michael Jackson and then, uh, Really, the really gangster one. What mob ties. No, not mob ties. What? Mob ties is great, bro. Mob ties. No, 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 mob ties is great. Talk up. Not the dark. Nonstop. Nonstop. That's what it was. Okay. And then, uh, in my feelings, those were my favorite ones. Really? And it might be because I heard those. You heard those uh, first. He was on but, game first. But he was playing those. You know, like when nonstop's beat comes on, and you just like. I'm gonna have to play it when I get in the car. When, when I need to get shit done, I'm gonna just start playing it. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna have to play it in the car. Yeah, but you know, I think uh, the side B, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm not really feeling this. It's too much, like, emotional shit. But that after dark shit, bro. <laughs> Boy. And then he did, like, little, like, slow jams, like the, uh, what's it called? It's not slow jams, it's called the, the storm. Mm hmm. No, it's called the storm. Heart. You don't know. I don't know about heart. I can, I can, I can look at. No, the it. song after dark. Oh, got at you. the end he played the um slow jams, yeah, like yeah, yeah. The slow yeah. jams radio. Jam. Yeah. I was like, oh, bro, this shit is perfect. He's sampling a lot of uh, interesting <laughs> stuff. He took his time. Perfect. I was like, this is like modern day like slow jam music right here, bro. Yeah, and that track with Jay Z. Quiet storm. That's what it's called. And that shit with Jay Z. I was like, you know, yeah, nay, talk up. I like hey, that song. You know, it's. it's it's interesting. 
It was interesting. Jay Z trying to make a come up too, man, because he got that uh song with the well, the Carters and that whole album Ape shit or whatever. <laughs> yeah. that whole album. It's a whole album. Yeah, it's a whole album. I'm like, what the fuck? But they have time. They've been doing this on the side. It's actually pretty great. I like that Beyonce and him are like. Yeah, Ape shit. Beyonce was going in, dude. Yeah, she's like telling him to do shit for him and mm-hmm. stuff. I'm like, hey, tell him that. Like, buy her a new wedding ring because the one that she got don't mean shit. I'm like, damn. I didn't hear that. I'm like, oof. Is that out the album or just? It's out the album. But I'm like, ugh. Oof. That's heavy stuff. Like, because he, you know. He fucked she, up. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it was like, this whole wedding ring, this fucking million, yeah, got, yeah. million dollar yeah. ring, out the window. Throw that shit away. You got to get me. The, and you got to remarry me. I'm like. Damn, boss up on Yeah. Them. Yeah. <laughs> You better. Jay Z's not a good looking man, so keep that. <laughs> that nigga ape shit. <laughs> yeah, so. I'm sorry. That guy's ape shit. <laughs> Gosh. I'm this sorry. is why we don't make money off this podcast. No, I'm just Wait, kidding. <laughs> Wait, we do? We don't. Oh. You said just kidding, bro. I was about to, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, we got to talk after this. <laughs> you, it, it's a dark <laughs> twist. I've been making money from this podcast this whole time. <laughs> no. No. I'm going to clean it up, everybody. <laughs> I promise. You know what uh, You know what really inspired me? Because I thought about that the other day. Even though it's, this is very off topic right That's now. That's fine. That's what the nature of the show is. Um, That girl, um, Liza. 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 She did a pod. She's doing um, a vlog, video vlog with her boyfriend. Mm. And uh, she's actually hosting Nickelodeon's, what's the new game? That game show. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You, you, but that's her right here. Liza Kashi. Yeah, man. She's so cute and she's like goofy. But she had a podcast and uh, her and her boyfriend broke up. She was like, I promised I would never do this. But this guy is the shit. She's like, he started crying. He's like, she cried. For, I mean, she cursed for me like mm-hmm. on her on her show. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, that's all you got to do is not curse. Like, damn, I'm gonna clean my act up, bro. But yeah, I'm gonna clean my act up. <laughs> but no, we're not that type of podcast. No, well, we're I'm not, saying. yeah, I was to say, we're not that type of podcast where we're like, oh, well, uh, today and other movie news, like, nah, this she's happened. straight goofy, you know. Like, I, I, for me personally, I like on the podcast that I can like curse because, like, that's how I, that's like I how I am yeah. in real life, and it's like, you know, it's a good, like. Like, a balance there. It's a good funnel for for that, but you know, some people who've listened to it have been like, "Oh, is that like you, or is that like a persona?" I'm like, "No, nah, it's me." No such like, thing as a persona. It's really me. It's just you just kind of see different sides, you know, like different personas start coming when you start making money. You <laughs> start changing your real lifestyle, like. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, she's uh, she's a uh, real funny. She's, she's hosting Nickelodeon um, Double, Double Dare. Dare. Yeah, she's cute. Yeah, she is. She's got a boyfriend. No, no, they're not together anymore. They broke up mm. like six months ago. Well, interesting. If I see her, bro, I won't tell her about you. No, it's okay because she'll already know about me before. She'll be like, "Oh, you're you're Daniel's friend," and <laughs> you gonna be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> that was a smooth comeback. I know, right? I Hanging out with Drake has that. done this to me. Next, <laughs> next. I'm sorry. Never mind, Aubrey. It's too late. I can't. I actually. It's I can't too late even, for all that. You know what? I can't even have conversations about this shit anymore because it just sounds too like bougie. It's too late for all that lovey dubby. <laughs> all that other shit. I'm your brother. Whatever. It's too late for all that. Whatever. Hey, between between that and I can't fifty fifty with no hoe. Oh, that was my two. I'm saying that for the rest of the summer for sure. 
I can't 50 50 with no hoe. I can't 50 50 with no hoe. I wonder how many people have, like, you know, had their dates, like, get super mad at them when, like, they're at a, you know, out at dinner and they're like, who's paying? I can't 50 50 with no (laughs) hoe. That's funny. But you never know. That's a short right there. Yeah. You never know. He's like, let me get the Louis V for the 13th uh, shot. Uh, it's $1,000. Let me get the cube steak. <laughs> 17 ounce. Like, I can't 50 with no hoe. <laughs> I'll pull your wallet out. It's painful. It's painful. <laughs> Hurts my wallet. Just thinking about <laughs> it. Thinking about it, but... You know, uh, jump into other movie news. Mm-mm. Idris Elba jumps mm-hmm. into the Fast and Furious spinoff Hobbs and Shaw. Yay, yay! So... I know we talked about this a couple of like podcasts ago, yes, but bro. I think Idris Elba's agent is finally doing his fucking job. Is that how you feel? Yes, that's the exposure Idris needs, and and for the, and he's playing the bad guy in this movie. Oh, so I'm like, yes, Idris, like you got to lean into that. You can't just jump to a good guy. Yeah, first. all the time. Yeah, The Rock did it only because he was actually he started off where when his career popped off in the Fast and Furious movies. He started mm-hmm. off as the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Technically, you know, that's five. Yeah, you know, so you gotta kind of like mm. hit that. And I think yeah, he's just, like you said, he's only played good good guys in every role. Yeah, I'm like, you can't just jump in the leading man like that. Like, you gotta pay your dues first, man. You gotta you get know? some dirt behind your name, man. <laughs> which is funny because he's been acting for like a long decade, like a decade, and he's like, <laughs> but like you said, he's always been the good guy. So this might be a like turn of events for him to make something big out of it, man. Yeah, you know, and even though it's a spinoff, but I can because I can see it. Like when they when it was announced, I was like, "Oh, okay." So Jason Statham because he's British and Idris Elba because he's British. British. Well. Like he's probably gonna be like, uh, you well, know, Statham's like nemesis or something. Yeah, like but that. like they used to be like they used to run in the same. Yeah, like he'll be a covert ex, like ops ex like covert dude or whatever, and he'll be like, "Oh, I used to run with, I used to run with you." We were brothers. Is that your British accent? No, hold on. Let me try to do Idris. Hold on. We were brothers. You were my... <laughs> Is that what you do for your friend, Statham? No, I can't do it. Whatever. Ooh. Whatever. Fuck you, man. You can't do any better. F plus, bro. You can't do F plus. <laughs> A double negative. All right. All right. Hey. No. Hey. <laughs> what was that? Hold on. Right. <laughs> yeah, see, it's not easy, is it? Hey, is is this what you do for your brother? No, no, fuck that shit, man. That's man, that's Skepta. That's not Idris Elba. Who's Skepta? <laughs> He's like a British, British rapper. That works, dude. No. He's British. No, bruv. Hey. No, bruv. Brother, bruv. 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 Yo, bruv. Yo, cut it out. Bro, it's too late for all that lovey-dovey bruv. shit, okay? Okay, no, let me give it one more time. I think I can do it. One, I, one, I, 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 see, I, I really set you up for that one. I get the... When I'm thinking of Thor. Thor. When I'm thinking of Thor, let me, let me think of Thor when he's... When he's in Heimdall or whatever. Thor. Open the Bifrost. Actually, that's... That was a little too... Nah, we'll just, we'll just stop it today. Man, fuck you, man. He's just... <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm happy that he's... Uh, he's in a big budget movie that is going to make a shitload of money. So that's, that's, good. that's good news for him. Because he keeps coming out with movies that are flops. And I'm like... Dude needs to have a win. He needs a win. No... Now with the sequel, um, of course there's gonna be more than one, um, depending on how people like. It. I, I know, but I know for a fact it's just gonna be. It's definitely gonna be more than one. Mm-hmm. 
do you think that they will keep the the Fast and Furious kind of uh, boat? I'm gonna say train. It's kind of like a boat because like you, you get people on board, you yeah. kind of ride the wave, mm-hmm. and you just kind of fall off where you fall off. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're gonna keep that going? Like with bringing people in, like Idris Elba. Oh yeah. I mean, of course, Jason Statham and Rock is gonna be there for a while, but like mm-hmm. you think they're gonna bring them in and. Maybe even turn, well, I wouldn't say turn them good, but bring them back in the future. This is what I think. This has always been my idea for the Fast and Furious movies. Eventually, they're going to get to a point where all the past Fast and Furious villains that have survived are going to somehow team up. <laughs> they're going to team up. They're going to end. They're going to be in the same prison or some shit, and then they're going to be t- telling stories about fucking how Dominic Toretto ruined their fucking. Dominic Toretto or, or uh, Hobbs have fucking ruined their lives, put them in jail, and then they're going to be like, all right, well, let's get revenge or some shit. Now I'm going to take the wrong car to the wrong chop shop, and where it going to go even, Not even Like, uh, I always wanted the guy from, then this is going to be funny, the guy from Too Fast, Too Furious, the bad guy from that. Yeah. I always wanted to see him come back. Only because he's a little said, bit. He was, he was, he was, he was menacing. He was yeah. menacing as fuck. That was the only good thing about that movie. The bro. rich guy. Yeah, because he was like, he was like, I'll see you soon. He did say that. And then, like, and then Tyrese and Paul Walker said some, like, like, he's like, you think think he'll get out? Hell yeah, he's gonna get out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the best line of the the very That was my favorite part of that movie, is when when he's like, I'll see you guys real soon. And then he's like, yeah, I'll see you in like like 12 years or some some shit like that. And then he's like, you think he'll get out? And then Brian was like, Oh yeah, he'll get out. Yeah, <laughs> Tyrese scared. scared. So it could even be a storyline where he gets out that and he's after cool. Tyrese and shit. <laughs> it has to be specifically Tyrese, but damn, dude, like, there's nothing you can do with that one no more, man. Mm. Tyrese is not coming back, bro. Tyrese is coming back. He's a part of the family. It's it looks bad for the brand if they, they if they leave him to ride because oh, Fast and yeah. Furious franchise is built. It's on about family. family. I remember telling somebody that in 2000, like. 11 and they like were like no it's about racing and this is when we were in film school no it's about racing and I'm just like name like name like a One fast movie that's about racing and they try, they're like the first Fast and Furious I'm like no they were still in gas yeah, <laughs> yeah I was like the only one that's like a legit racing movie is Tokyo Drift and that made the lowest amount of money <laughs> We're not gonna talk about this shit. Yeah, you Keep hate. Going back to it, bro. I'm not gonna go on. To, I'm not gonna go. I've already like I've already owned you in why I think my theory or not theory, but my perspective on that franchise is the way it is. Yeah, but it's definitely about family, though, man. Yeah. So if you need, you having family issues, y'all, you know, going to family events and shit like movies, that, man. Yeah, just sit them down, watch some Fast and Furious, bro. I just think sometimes what would Vin Diesel do? <laughs> You know? Yes, yeah, sir. So when is um when is the sequel supposed to or well, spinoff supposed to be uh, aired or when are, when are they gonna start shooting? Next July. Well, they're gonna start shooting or well, no? It starts shooting like next month or something like that. Okay. But it comes out next July, July twenty sixth. So you know Man, we're right on target. Yeah, and one. I think they're giving the Fast and Furious people like the one, people who are doing nine and ten time to like right a breath right there and write the next two. And then they're probably going to try to shoot those movies back to back. So then you can get one in 2020 <laughs> and then another in 2020. Fast and Furious is trying to like 
prepare for like in like the next Avengers. It is. It's gonna be some crazy shit. Probably. I mean, they gotta pull some. They're trying to double back on them. Like, yeah, they gotta pull some crazy shit. Out of the what box. was the last Fast and Furious like? Next last year. It was last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fate of the Furious, which was good. I enjoyed it. You gotta so, remind me. It was like Dom went like evil or some shit. Cause oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, he was pretty much in a Drake situation where he was hiding his. <laughs> he was hiding the world from from. <laughs> I'm upset. Yeah, he was. I mean, you know, hey. That's how it goes sometimes. Yeah. That's what Drake was trying to avoid. He said, <laughs> "Actually, I probably that album is so funny, it. bro. <laughs> that album is funny to me." I ain't, he said, "I didn't shelter my kids from my kid." From I wasn't you. hiding my kid from the world. Yeah. I was hiding the world from my exactly. son. Exactly. Yeah, I like that line. That was smooth. Yeah, but you know, good on interest. Keep on pushing, bro. Keep on doing a good job. Now, what if he flops? <laughs> I just got to ask y'all questions here. You know what I'm saying? No, what no, if no, he... That's a good question. The only reason I don't think it'll flop is because it's got the uh, it's got the Fast and Furious brand attached to it. Definitely. And it's also got The Rock and Jason Statham teaming up. And everybody liked them working together in yeah. the last one. Yeah, the Fast Furious. You know, fighting. They had good chemistry. And I was like, hmm. I wonder if they're like, trying to do something. And sure enough. Spinoff, but you that know, shit was good. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, and it'll have to be different from Fast and Furious in some ways, like more action oriented. You have to take it away from the cars. Yeah, more action oriented. Sad, sadly to say, I mean, hey, I mean, Hobbs is not. He's not an interesting character. I mean, he's just the Rock. But Shaw, Hob, Shaw has enough like history in his background. Actually, never mind. Both of them have enough history in their their characters' backgrounds, so where they could have. Like past, you know, demons haunt them and shit like that. Like it just Elba could be somebody who you know Hobbs mm-hmm. arrested, right? You know, in the past and he, right, right, right. You know, broke up, and who ends up being one of Shaw's old friends or some shit. So that might put him in a precarious a double double situation. Stamina, there. You know, like I just say stamina, stigma. <laughs> a double stamina. Trying to use big words. Stop. Hey, watch your mouth. Because <laughs> you will indubitably. Mess up. <laughs> Indubitably. Funny story. That's a word T.I. taught me. So, because he said it. Oh, he said it. I was like, I don't know what the fuck indubitably means. You got cock on your breath. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're going to get beat up. I'm sorry. That was stuff. I didn't mean to do that one to you. I am indubitably <laughs> so upset. Stop being facetious, bro. Indubitably. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> moving on. We got. I will go to okay. This was interesting on a nerd level, I guess. Mm-hmm. Anime fans, you know, Gundam, which is popular in Gundam that Gundam world. Style. <laughs> Not Gundam. Oh, it's Gundam. Gundam. <laughs> you know, but like a, it's getting a live action film treatment from Legendary Pictures, which is weird to me because they already got a franchise about giant robots, and that's fucking. Pacific Rim. So, as soon as I heard about this, I was like, well, we're not getting Pacific Rim 3, so <laughs> it's a wrap for that. Do we want a Pacific Rim Hell 3? Hell no. <laughs> not in the way that they, did. they pretty much killed their chances with the second one. I was like, it's probably it's probably good to go with a, like, damn. a specific persona yeah, but for people. Yeah, and Gundam, I mean, they might face the same challenges. I mean, 
But I don't think the bu- the budget shouldn't be high. Like it's high. It's gonna be as high. Yes, it's giant robots in space. The okay. So the story is set in the universal century, an era in which humanity's growing population has led people to immigrate to space colonies because that's popular now for some reason. Yeah. Well, uh, and then. <laughs> Eventually, the people living in the colonies launch a war of independence against Earth with the main characters piloting robots known as mobile suits. That sounds like a mm. Pacific Rim a little bit. <laughs> I mean, there's no monsters. That's the only thing that differentiates this from Pacific Rim is that it's just ro- like other robot, giant robots fighting other giant robots with people piloting those robots. It's like Pacific Rim, bro. That's not Pacific Rim. I mean, Pacific Rim, of course, like you said, is monsters, but yeah, like humans giant. controlling <laughs> giant robots. Yeah. So from your perspective, <laughs> like from a like regular audience score perspective, I think that's gonna be the challenge because people are gonna say when they see the trailer, like, mm, looks like more of the same shit to me. <laughs> it's in space and shit. Yeah, and you know you gotta get some big names attached to it because it's, you know. Gonna be like a big. That's what I'm saying. Like, is the budget really gonna be that big, or is it gonna need to be that big? It's gonna need to be that big. I mean, and they're, you know, like I said, anime is the next frontier after comic book movies, and you know, a couple of them need to kind of pave the way. But it just takes one good one to kind of unleash the, the floodgates. You know, open the <laughs> floodgates of heaven. I'm sorry. Ah, that was horrible. Don't ever I don't do stop, that again. Because if I really was in the booth right now, <laughs> somebody would tell you to do it that again. <laughs> All right, but yeah, I think uh, yeah, I, I I think Gundam is gonna is gonna be interesting. I never really could get into it because it's just you know, one they're giant robots like moving like they super had a, fast they, in space, and it's like it doesn't make any sense. They had a uh, cartoon show back in the day, right? They had multiple. Multiple cartoons, but it was one, it was one specific. It was like a it was like a white robot that had the little yeah yellow thing on his head. Yeah, that's Gundam Gundam Wing. Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> I like how I've been talking about Gundam Wing for like the past like I know, but I like, it just oh, really it wasn't like a cartoon. I'm like it just really uh, bitch, I've been saying that this was a whatever. It just really clicked. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, in pop culture, it's a it's a. Yeah, with the little V on his head. Yeah, it's with an the, interesting design. It's an iconic design. With the, with the V8. Yeah. Cadillac V8 on his head. <laughs> Cadillac V8. But, you know, Ready Player One, that movie had a Gundam in it in yes, the third act. Yep. You know, and so, you know, a lot of nerds in the theater are like, oh, Gundam. You know. So, I mean, uh, are we going Player One animations or are we going like. I think they're going Pacific A Rio. little like. Pacific Rim? Like, realistic and not, like, fantasy okay. looking, you know. Because with Gundam... But I kind of like, like the, like... With Ready Player One, it was, like, it was ripped straight out of the anime. Right. And so, like, it was blocky and shit. Like, mm-hmm. it didn't look like it actually had, like, mechanical parts. Like, it was made out of mechanical parts. I meant visually for the movie. Not necessarily that person, like, or that specific look, but, like, you know how, like, um... Ready Player One, it was just like, kind of like, 
everything moved fast at, fa- at a faster pace that it normally wouldn't move mm-hmm. because it was cartoon or whatever the case is. Yeah. So will it, will it have that kind of lifelike slowness to it, or will it be like Dragon Ball Z? Like I would think, just because you know it's legendary and they want to, you know, make it. You know, a big franchise, they'll mm-hmm. probably do, like, realistic, slow. Oh, okay. Maybe. I might be wrong. You never know. I, it, it's all going to start to become... It, I think it would be cool if they did the, like, fast-paced, you know. Yeah, it'll all become more apparent when, you know, we find out who's going to direct it and who's writing it and shit like that. But, you know. Uh, I always like that sound. When they're, like, kind of, like, disintegrate. Yeah. I, I like how... <laughs> you're like, like that? your inner five year old is starting to come out. Maybe there's you know exactly what I was talking about when I did it, though. Yeah, maybe there's hope for this movie. You know, all they need to do is have a trailer and then have that noise with that with See? that image and then with the V with the V eight on his head. Yeah, you know. So you never know. I think uh, <laughs> it could be it could be good, but you know, legendary. I'm surprised that they you know would do this after they had Pacific Rim, but you know, uh, they they just. Swinging for the fences, it seems like. Like, they got Skyscraper with The Rock coming out soon. Mm. And then they have... I laughed about that shit. You know what? I was... (laughs) When I first heard about Skyscraper and saw the first trailer, like, the first two trailers, I was like, all right, it's taking itself way too seriously. Bruh, I was like, this motherfucker is die hard with the crippling... Yeah, Sky Hard. Yeah, Sky Hard. That's what I call the movie, Sky Hard. Is that the name of the... What's the name of the movie? Skyscraper. But I I call it Sky Hard. I'm sure in Japan or in other foreign countries they probably don't call it skyscraper. It's probably Sky Hard. Yeah. But <laughs> I have my family, my wife and my daughter. They're like, what would Sorry. you do to protect? Like on the poster, what would you do to protect your family? Yeah, maybe I get Bruce Willis <laughs> back in this movie, bro. But you know what? You know what? I've seen the latest trailers for for that movie, and they've they've shown more of the comedic. Shit, and I'm like, okay, so the movie isn't like super serious. I mean, it's serious, but it's aware of how like dumb the like the situation is. Like, yeah. there's a scene where he has like duct tape, and he's like, it's like you never have enough duct tape in a situation like this. It's like and it he's, was- he's like scaling the wall with the duct tape. Oh, he was scaling the wall with the duct tape. He like tied a rope around himself because he needed to get to the other side of the building, and he's using the duct tape to kind of like. Stay oh close to the window. I know. I know. It was something where he said, "He's like, yeah. If you, if you can't fix it, you haven't used enough duct tape." I yeah. was like, "What the fuck are you talking about, bro?" Yeah, and I think that's like a winky, a wink thing where they're just like, "Hey, you know, we're fun. we know we we have we're gonna have fun with this," and so that kind of puts me at ease because I'm like, "All right, at least it has a chance of just being fun, like dumb fun." That's what I want. I, I don't want it to be. I don't want to be surprised. Like, oh, this movie was actually like really dramatic with really fantastic performances. <laughs> I'm like, no, I want to see The Rock fuck some people up, do some crazy with a bad, fucking bad leg, bro. If he doesn't beat, he a threw bad it. Guy he in, threw it in one of the trailers. No, I mean, I know he threw it, but I, I want to see him actually like, <laughs> like kill like one of the bad guys with his leg and then just like stick it back home. <laughs> yeah, like he's like in a wrestling, like he's wrestling one of the bad guys, and the bad guy knows he has a fucked up leg and kicks his leg off. And the rock is like on the ground, like tussling with him, and he gets the, the middle leg and just starts like beating him with it. And it's like a super intense scene. I'd be like, yes. This motherfucker. Like, I, yes. I, I, every time I see it, I was like, bro, this fool has a bad leg. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's an interesting like, thing. Like, nothing, no, nothing against these people, but this dude <laughs> these people. literally 
What do you mean these people? Nothing against people <laughs> who have prosthetic legs, arms, hands, all the other stuff. Nothing against you all. But when I saw The Rock fighting someone with a bad leg. Wait, it doesn't was, even look like a, a peg leg because. It's definitely the leg that's leg. over the nub. <laughs> like he just, I can tell you right now, his leg is cut over his kneecap to the thigh. He has the big cuff at the top mm. with a metal leg like at the bottom. Like, oh, yeah. The Rock has an interesting choice of movies he's he's picking these days, but <laughs> I, I hope, hope he has. Out. Yeah, like I said, I hope they have something in the works for like because Rampage just to be quirky and weird about it or whatever. Yeah, so. yeah, because Rampage that like it hasn't even made a hundred million here. Uh, it only made like ninety eight million. It's like two million or whatever. Uh, hundred million. I'm surprised about that. Yeah, but overseas it made like three hundred and sixty three million or some shit. So I'm like. Rock is that okay. makes sense. Yeah, like the Rock is okay. Because he's, I think right now he's kind of like shifting his mind to like make make himself like a worldwide name. Okay. Instead of like just popular in America. You know, that's Because we're already getting tired of him. Like people are, I've already, I'm already seeing like comments of people like, all right, another Rock movie? Really? Man. Like he needs to take a break. That's what he did when he left WWE and Raw and. That wasn't him taking a break. It was just he was getting shitty roles, and he was like, "I need to fucking reevaluate what's going wrong with my career." He said he actually had a video that came out a couple of weeks ago where he mm-hmm. said he talked. He like walked into his uh, talent agency and he said, "Hey, I want Will Smith's career." And then they all like laughed at him and shit like that. And he was like, "Like, all right, you know." And so now he's like. He's on his way. He's well on his way to kind of do that, but he's not Will Smith. He doesn't have. He's but he's got charisma and all that stuff. But there's just something you know that he's trying to attain. That he can do. Cause yeah, cause Will Smith when he started doing movies, yeah, and all his blockbusters that were coming out, they would always be like mega successful. Independence Day like seven hundred million. Men yeah. in Black like yeah, seven hundred million. And you know like every other thing has been like. Number one's always number one. Number Men one. Black, number one. Number uh, one. Bad boys. All bad that. boys. Yeah. Even I Robot did good. Surprisingly, even mm-hmm. though it was a bad movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I Robot. Like everything that he's been a part of, and in the later part of his career, they started flopping. A yeah, bit. and then that's what Suicide Squad was kind of for, because that's kind of rejuvenated him a little bit uh, in people's eyes. And, you know, Gemini Man that's coming out next year, which is going to be tight. That's already a good good concept. Sometimes you just need a good concept with the right actor attached to it, and you're like, refresh the character, uh, the the Gemini Man story. Yeah, refresh. Everyone. It's like set in the future, and like an assassin finds out that he's got an assassin trying to kill him, and when he goes to see who the assassin is, it's him, but thirty years younger to kill himself. Yep. So he's going against. His younger self, but he's got more experience. He's got more, so it's, it's like experience versus a like straight, big, yeah, level. the bigger and stuff like that. And so they're gonna be applying like Will Smith is gonna look like how he looks now, a little older. And then they're gonna like do some CG shit for the younger version of himself to look like like straight out of the '90s Will Smith. And I'm like, oh, and I'm like, when you see the like that trailer for that, it's gonna go viral in like a day. Really? Yes. Because that's just a cool concept. Everybody has been trying to get that, attach that movie. I remember at one point, Tom Cruise was trying to get it, and he <laughs> didn't get it for some reason. But Will Smith has always had a good knack for 
stories to pick, except for when he writes them. Like, what's it called? Uh, Plant Earth? What? After Earth? Yeah. With Jaden, I was like, mm. oh yeah, well, that's. I was like, Come that's on, why I'm bro. glad you said like when his later years, like yeah, shit started flopping. That's the first thing I thought of. I'm yeah, like, after Earth, I think the word got out after the first weekend. People were like, wait, Will Smith, he's not even like mobile all the movie. He hurts himself like in the first ten minutes, and he's just like talking to his son over like the phone or some shit. Are you serious? Yeah, you didn't see after Earth. No. Yeah, well, that's what happens. He's like supposed to, he's like this stern dad with this weird country. Texas accent, and uh, he, yeah, he hurts his leg on a different planet, and his son has to go and get like fucking shit they need to get off. I think it's some movies that you just cannot do. Like, for instance, like where's where's Will Smith from? West Philadelphia. Born and raised. Yeah, on the playground. That's where he spent most of his days. Yeah. How does he have a Western accent in a movie, bro? Yeah, he was like, fear isn't. Real. <laughs> and I'm like, what accent are you trying to do? Yeah. And, and he was like, I get that you're playing. But he was like, oh, well, it's in the future. So it's like. I get you weird. playing a role. But I'm like, just like some bro, things you just can't pull off. You cannot do it at all, dude. Yeah. And he apparently after Earth, he was betting all his cars on that. Like Sony. Well, after Earth? Yeah. Like Sony, like they invested, like, I think they said like 400 million in like. They had a writer's room for After Earth. Like the universe of After Earth. Like, they were going to do TV shows, cartoons, video games, comic books, books, all that shit, if the movie was successful. I think they, I think they were kind of, like, betting on, like, I Am Legend. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, they, I think they, they had planned for I Am Legend to be a one-off. They didn't even. No, 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 I'm saying I think they were, like, kind of betting on, because I Am Legend did pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It It did pretty good. In December. Yeah, it it was solid. So, like, I'm saying, like, After Earth, I think After Earth was just like, let's play all this a little bit, you know. I said, even though I didn't see the movie, but the concept was like he had a child. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. After Earth, like, and that rubbed people the wrong way too. They was like, "Oh, it's Jaden Smith. It's his son. This is real son. Like, he's only been the Karate Kid. Like, they just that's Hollywood nepotism at its finest. You know? And I'm just like, you know, it's it's not a good movie, but it's just not a good movie. That's all I have to say about. It was a good movie, so don't expect good acting. Yeah, you know, and it was directed by M. Night Shyamalan. So it had all this stuff that, like, had bad vibes. You know, like, M. Night Shyamalan Mm -hmm. was still in uh, director hell because, you know, he directed that Avatar The Last Airbender movie. What? The... Animated one? Yeah. Animated? Yeah, it had a movie. That's how bad it was. If you don't even remember that. They're... I remember the show. I like the show. I know, but they made like a live action version of it, and it was so bad. Like, I remember seeing the trailer for it, and I was like, hey, guys, like, this movie's going to suck. And they're like, no, it's not going to suck. Like, just look at the animation and the story <laughs> of the cartoon, and it's like, there's no way they can mess that up. Mm. Boy, they made that shit up. Fast forward to when it came out, everybody was like, oh, "Like his name is Ang, not Ong." And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just were doing stupid shit. That's you know, crazy. Just, but you know, that's how it goes. Um, speaking of uh, Gundam, mm-hmm. what do you think, man? 
Uh, Zoids. You remember Zoids? <laughs> so everybody keeps bringing that up when I oh mention Gundam. Gosh, I don't get bro. Zoids. What is, I don't get Zoids. What? It's like it's the like same thing except for they were animals. Yeah, it's like the same thing. They're robot animals, though. Um, they, but they connect together to make a bigger robot. So the animals? <laughs> no, no, it's not Power Rangers. Or Voltron. Zoids. Uh, Zoids were like animals that kind of like they're robots. They still had their kind of like own little mentality, or whatever. But adults, like, I mean, adults, <laughs> humans jumped in them and, like, controlled them. Sounds like Power Rangers to me. Or Voltron. Whatever. I don't even know how Zoid did not get slapped with a lawsuit. Zoid, <laughs> I don't know. Zoid <laughs> is the shit, though. I don't know what I, it was. I never watched. I mean, I watched, like, I watched Zoid. I watched maybe, like, a couple episodes of Zoids, And then I watched Zoids Mini when they did, like, the midget versions of Really? Them. Yeah, I've never seen that. I one. was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, and I, was, I'm like, "I'm just waiting for Dragon Ball Z to come out." <laughs> <laughs> like that was my whole mentality. <laughs> Tsunami was having weird shit playing all the time. And Thunderbirds come on by, says, "Shit, wrong yeah. day." Yeah. <laughs> so you know, I, I think Zoids is probably on the horizon, if not Voltron. They should definitely mix Zoids and Gundam together or something. They That'll need be to fucking dope as hell. They, they need to. I mean, you know, you know, I think a legendary probably. It seems like they're positioning themselves to make anime movies, like movies based off of animes or cartoons or any big properties. Like they got the the Detective Pikachu movie, <laughs> and I already don't know how that's gonna work, how that shit's gonna work because it's like one, like y'all realize like y'all have Pokemon right there and y'all could just do a Pokemon movie and y'all decide to do a movie where detective Pikachu's is a detective, Pete. voiced by Deadpool. Nigga, what? Yeah, uh-huh. voiced by Ryan Reynolds. No way. Yeah, I shook my head. I was like, Ryan, Pika. how you gonna take yourself out of there? Pika. I'm sure he's he's not gonna have he's not gonna be saying Pikachu. Yeah. Ah. Who? What else the fuck he's gonna say? It's well, Pikachu. No, but Detective Pikachu in the whatever source shit it is, he talks like a regular person. I know that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> But I just got bored off of that. Bro. It's boring. I, I, I agree. I, I was like, why would you make a Pokemon live action movie? It's the first live action Pokemon related thing. And y'all start off with this. Y'all could have started off with the legitimate Pokemon story. With <laughs> live Ash, action Ketchum. like the actual like, what is Pikachu? A Pokemon. What is? It's like <laughs> it's a, a. It's not a rat. It's a. It's a rat based Pokemon. <laughs> I, I mean, to most people, he would be a rat based Pokemon. It's like. Pokemon's like a rabbit or some shit. I don't know. A rodent base. Whatever. Yeah. (laughs) The point is, like, they're going to have, like, a, of course, animated, like, Pikachu, I guess? Like, CG. Yeah, of course, CG, but, like. But he's not going to look like. Like, the hard part about Pokemon is how do you you convert those into. Real life life thoughts and human actions. Because their looks. You know, are very like anime-ish. You know, with the red cheeks and shit like that. And then you gotta think about the fur textures that they gotta do, and then basing it off of a real-life animal. So, you know, they don't have an easy job to to do that, right? But I'm assuming that in the movie they're gonna have like references to other Pokemon out there who don't speak English, and you know, I guess so, bro. It could work. If it, if it works, then they can you know do a legitimate one. Ass catch him. You know? Gotta catch them all. That would be great. Can you imagine if they did if they did a Pokemon live action movie like a teaser trailer? They need to have me as Brock. And then you hear like a seri- uh, like a serious version of the theme song. Da-na-na-na. And then they're just like, <laughs> you know, 
Yeah, the word of Pokemon is Jeff Goldblum talking. Ah, 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 ah. The word of Pokemon. Ah. <laughs> These animals are uh, highly dangerous. And then it's like. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and like yeah. That was the doctor, I'm guessing. Huh? Was that the doctor's voice he was just doing? I, that was Jeff Goldblum's whatever. That's just Jeff Goldblum in general. But yeah, you just keep hearing like the piano version of the Pokemon theme song until you finally like. I like teaser trailers because it's always fun to kind of guess what the shit is. Da, da, da. Da, da, da. How did, that's that's the only part da, I remember. Da, da, da. I wanna be the very best, da, 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 da. like no one ever was. He kind of rap to it. Yeah, now you feeling it? I know this my destiny. Pokemon. Oh, you're my best friend in a world we must defend. Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. Catch them all too. You know? <laughs> so the best to Pokemon. Oh. Yeah, now you're just getting yeah. into it. I, was, yeah, I thought you were going to finish it. No, we good. Mm. But, you know, that's in the that's on the horizon, I think. And then Legendary also has uh, the Godzilla King, uh, King of the Monsters movie. What's up with them in giant anything? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And then they got Godzilla versus King Kong. The live action movie in the works. So maybe they're playing like their movies are based for the international. How did so how did like um wow we just said it. <laughs> what the movie we were just talking about Pacific Rim? Pacific Rim. How did Pacific Rim 2 do overseas? It did better overseas, I believe. I might be wrong. So maybe you think legendary productions maybe like I think it's Japanese or Chinese, a Chinese co production or some shit. So you might be right. So that may be their their little foretales like, man, I ain't mm. worried about y'all over here. I think that's the Carolinas, bruh. I think that's a <laughs> I think that's a correct assumption because uh they had a movie that came out a couple years ago, uh, Warcraft that was based off of World of Warcraft. Okay. And it like flopped here. But like overseas, like in China, it made like a shitload of money, and mm. they were like, "Yeah, we might want to do a sequel to that," <laughs> you know. But see, okay, so domestically, Pacific Rim Uprising made fifty nine million. Okay. That's like an opening weekend for like a low level superhero exactly. movie. Exactly. You know, <laughs> so that's not a lot. Right. But foreign, it made two hundred and thirty million. In his budget, in his budget was one fifty million. And that's what you want out of a movie. So it might get a sequel. You never know. I don't know, but it's it made less than the first one, and the first one made a hundred and one million domestically, and then foreign it made three hundred and nine million. Good so, so they're dropping a little bit, but <laughs> yeah. still, but still, like they got something there. You know what I'm saying? You think they should keep going and just see if they well, can make on. it turn well, around? How does our money fold over? <laughs> <laughs> how does our money switch over? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I think... They got something international, for sure. Yeah, so maybe they can make the movies, for, you know, cheaper. Like, with the $80 million budget. You can't... You... you it's hard to do that, because yeah. international their technology is so advanced in ours. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you could you, you could be like, well, I'm going to do a lower-budget movie, and then that's going to turn, turn into CG. What makes it funny is, the first one had a $190 million budget. And then the second one has a $150 million budget. So just keep going. <laughs> like, keep bringing the budget yeah. down. Shoot in places that are, like, really cheap to shoot in. Yeah. You know, just 
yeah, just cheapen the budget up a little You're bit. You're right, because it's not that big of a margin. Yeah, I'm like, just keep going. Says the broke dude. Over here. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, your, your $40 million ain't, ain't nothing. That's it's nothing, not, I bro. mean, in compa- like, when you're looking at all these metrics and stuff, it's really not, like, yeah. a lot of money. I mean, it's a lot by human or normal person. Yeah, standards. yeah, yeah. To them, it's like, bro, don't worry about yeah, it. Whatever. We'll get it back <laughs> on the next movie. <laughs> Let's go. I'll fire that PA. You know what's funny? I wish I was in, like, the, the writer's room or the, like, creative room because uh-huh. they were probably like, all right, so Pacific Rim, that didn't really do as well as we hoped. But, like, what else could we do? And then one guy's like, I got it. Gundam. <laughs> and they're like, Gundam, what's, what's that? And he's like, all right, so think about this. Like, <laughs> like we're in the future, right? And, like, Humanity's population, you know, has led people to like immigrate to space colonies. So you got different like space colonies, and some of them are like, you know, like pirates and shit. But guess what? They all have giant robots called mobile suits. And then they're just like, you know what? Sounds like money to me. <laughs> Write that up. Tell them we're shooting Cause, it cause, next week. Because now I kind of see. You. I, I see what they're thinking. Because you said international. They might be thinking internationally. Mm-hmm. All the different space colonies can be different races. So you can have a movie with the biggest stars of different ethnicities, yep. and then you're, you're getting like a lot of their fan bases mm-hmm. put together. Can you imagine that? Money in. So I want to see a Mexico mobile suit Gundam. I want to see a. America. They could, uh, you're legit. They could, they really you know. Could, so they could, they actually really have a chance with that concept to really t- talk about what's going on. Mm. But you also have to Thanks make the movie. God. Yeah, you also have to make the movie like fun. So there's that. Yeah. But that's my pitch of Gundam right now. You know, like I guess that's maybe that's what Ant Man and the Wasp was trying to do. Get different, you know. <laughs> no storylines from different people. To... Nah, they just got too convoluted and shit. Like, what we gonna do? Oh, our, who's our villain gonna be? Oh, it's gonna be like this person who can like face through walls. <laughs> I'm like, what? What? Ain't making group, but he can't go through a wall. Yeah, I'm like, that's such a good foil for our for our hero. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. And then let's have them have personal problems with the wasps. But you know, this is all going to circle back to Dragon Ball Z eventually. I know it's coming. What's that? Like a, a live action movie of Dragon oh, Ball. Cause definitely. Because we, we had one in 2009. It was shitty. It was so bad. <laughs> I didn't see it. Yeah, it was, yeah, Goku was like a high schooler nerd who was getting bullied and shit. And, but, you know, I think... Uh, like, Man, that's that's no, that's something that I feel like you just kind of <laughs> have to like. People was love for that movie. Mm-hmm. It is past, you know, World of Warcraft. Yeah, all that other stuff, Airbender, whatever, dude. Like mm-hmm. you, you just gotta learn. You gotta know how to play it safe. And with the live action, like I didn't see the first. I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. But I just really feel like they just need to like stick to the story. That's what I'm saying. On like, a basic, like on a on a kind of basic little, like keep it in keep it in their world or whatever. Just gr- if you've got green screen, the whole fucking thing. You gotta have take it take take it with open arms. Just embrace it. Just, Dragon Ball Z is just weird. That's what it is. <laughs> like if you try to make it grounded or whatever, like 
to take the Christopher Nolan approach or whatever. Like, you're just going to fuck it up. Man, have that dude don't. Goku get mad, go start running, flying, then running on some clouds or some shit. Yeah, you know, you make it fun. Yeah. Like, just have fun with it. Oh, shit. Like, have somebody relate, be able to relate to it. Just be like, bruh. Oh, I remember this. Oh, that has to be Vegeta right there. Oh, yeah, you know. like, come on, bro. Yeah, like they, you know. And the thing is, and the thing is, there's so many, there's so many villains in that. Yeah, bro, you can literally like, you can do so many movies and just like, like you said, just have fun with it and just like, yeah, me. Here's a little tweak there. All right, here come Vegeta. All right, here come Piccolo. Like, here come all kid, these other. Or I mean, if I was directing it, if I was writing and directing it, or just directing, whatever, I would just say, let's not even do Dragon Ball Z yet. Let's do Dragon Ball first. <laughs> the only reason I say let's do Dragon Ball first is because there's so much shit in that that world. Yeah, that version where yeah. he's a kid that you have to kind of like do that first in order to have the big payoffs later. Yeah. You know, so I would just say, hey, let's do a Harry Potter type shit. Three Dragon Ball movies were like the important okay. stories. And then we can do Dragon Ball Z. After that, you know, new cast, older cast, or whatever, you know, and you know, just have fun with it. Yeah, that's the only way you get to do it, man. <laughs> For anybody who's out there directing, anybody who's out there working, doing anything, if you do not love your job, <laughs> don't do it. If you bro. don't like the story, don't do yeah, it. Yeah, man. Either. Like if you sitting here, like if you sitting here and you don't like your job, man, find something else that you love. You're not going to retire doing that shit. Yeah. Whether it pays the bills or not, man, like make it worth it. Yeah. I don't know if I would. Yeah, I, was about to, I think we talked about this before. Like if you. Well, we had a conversation. Yeah. We was walking down the street one time with uh, Nikki, and she was telling us about. Her her past situation, whatever, and she was like, you know, she was there for like, I think she was there right at the verge of like retirement, and she was just like, yeah, I don't want this, I don't want this anymore. I was like, look, if I was that close, like eighteen years, I ain't gonna lie, I would have stuck to that motherfucker. Yeah, I think, but I, yeah, I think uh, it's always interesting. Like in our in our like world, like if like say we get offered like you know like three hundred thousand to do like something that you don't know that much about, like. You know, hey, Danny, do you want to do Gundam? I'd be like, Hell let no. me do my research. First. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know about to figure out if I like this or if there's something that can be that I can tweak it a little yeah, bit, yeah, little... bring to it and stuff like that. You know, but some people just say, yeah, Hell I'm yeah, doing to everything because you know they they're like you got to start somewhere. And you the thing it. is, you 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 will mess yourself up mm-hmm. from the jump. <laughs> it's just like this guy in my family union today, bro. Oh my gosh, you just talk. We were talking about this before the podcast, but man. I don't know if you want to elaborate on that. I'm not elaborating on it, but this dude, man, <laughs> he's like charged like three hundred dollars and took literally three pictures. Like we we had literally like a hundred people in our family, bro, and this dude took like three pictures and walked off. And we was waiting for hours <laughs> for this dude, and I was like, bro, let me pull my camera out, bro. And it's just like you know, it's like. Don't bullshit people, bro. That's, that that can't, it had everybody mad. I'm not elaborating. You know, it would be funny if you end up on a film set and then like they're like and action and you do your scene and then afterwards the director's like, all right, let's move on. You'd be like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's the first take. That's kind of what that no, feels like. Heck no, like no one will trust you after that. Nobody ever trusts anybody after one take. Who does that <laughs> shit, bro? I don't... Look, look, let me tell you something. I don't care how clean of a shot I've taken, whether it's film, whether it is whatever. Even working... You know what I'm saying? Where we work, is like, yo, 
that was a good one. Let's get a good one. For, let's get another one for backup. Like that was that was an amazing one. But let's get another one for backup. Like you got to have backup, bro. I'm not gonna sit here and take. You know what's funny? Picture. There's a director, uh, David Fincher, who is known for taking like an outrageous amount of takes. Really? Like he takes like at least like for each scene like at least like 80 takes, and it can oh. be as simple as somebody saying, "Yeah, I know, I got the thing," and then he'd be like, "All right, let's do it again." And then you know the actors. I would get tired to work with them. But the act, yeah, and they say they say <laughs> they say that you know like it's like a training ground thing to work with them because you can like kind of you yeah. like learn things about yourself. Like at the like seventieth take, you you find something new. You're like you're like yeah, I got the codes. Okay, I got the codes. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like he you found something new, mm-hmm. and he might not use that, but you're like hmm. I found I can do this. That's yeah, you know, so it's like a psychological thing as well, maybe. That's your niche, bro. Stay in that field. Yeah, now me, I don't think I would ever, like, because I think, one, it's too, the schedule's too crazy. Can you imagine how much time allotment they have to give David Fincher for certain scenes? I mean, if it's, if it's, if it's on a, if it's on a sense of, like, script, mm-hmm. like, if you can't get your script right, your line right together or something like that, I might go be like, all right, take 10. <laughs> you know what I'm saying But if it's just on some like Bro you are not getting this role I'll be like Who the fuck hired this actor Like yeah. It's like it's, it's At some point Like you have to do your job And um <sighs> Not gonna speak on that Yeah I don't see it you know. But it's just like It's just like You know you, you know You know what you're here for You know what I'm saying And mm-hmm. it's like If you gotta dig deep To yourself To be like if you have to look for somebody else to dig something out of you, you might should have been like, nah, this is not my thing. I'm, I, need, I need a little bit more experience. Like, you got to be honest with yourself before you sit there and try and front in front of somebody else because it's going to show. Yeah, so, true. it's just like, you know, bro, just take it easy, people. Like, life is going to keep rolling regardless. You just roll with it. Don't try and force it. Just live your life. There's, there's so many, like, film stories of, like, stuff like that happening, like... Or just quirks, like, cause I like shooting, shooting scenes and stuff, and trying to find something like yeah new in it. But you know, I also don't like take it too far. Where I'm like, all right, it's the fortieth take. Mm-hmm. Like, I know what I got. Like, right, I know right, right. There's something good in there. You but know, I feel but. like if you take that many shots, like you're not. I, if I took that many shots and I'm still trying to find something, I'm like. Bro, this is not gonna match up what we shot beforehand. I know, at but, all. There's, but there's a. a like to me, there's like a an evolving thing. Like in a scene, it never really, it probably like ninety eight percent never turns out the way it is on paper. Right, how like, it's supposed to be. Yeah, because you have so many other creative input. Mm-hmm. Like with you have the actors and they're on the set and they're like, oh, what if I do this with uh with this uh pen over here mm-hmm. or something like that? And you're like, hmm, that's an interesting thing. I never thought about that. But that changes the way the whole scene is set up because mm-hmm. in the script, it's, you're supposed to do this. So you have to kind of reorganize what the, the actions of the scene scene scenes are. Mm-hmm. So in that, to me, it's like kind of fun because you already have the safety net of like, okay, what is hap- what happens in this script? Like All right. dialogue. Directing or DPing? Directing for sure. Directing for sure. I like directing only because it's like I'm telling the story. Like I'm I'm telling the story with the help of the actors, you know. And the actors are looking to me for uh, guidance on how to do that. But then I'm like, hey, like try this. I know where where it's like gonna fit into the bigger 
picture. Yeah. And the thing is, I think when you watch movies and the bad ones, I think the bad ones are made by directors who don't have a full vision of like the whole. <laughs> like they're just looking at like this. They're shooting scene I by scene. Even, I didn't even read the script. I'm just, I'm just. <laughs> well, well, I think, like, like I think they're just directing scene by scene. Like the day, like two days before, they're just like, all right, this yeah. is how we'll shoot this scene, and they do it. And then when you watch it in the movie and it doesn't flow right, you're like, all right, well they obviously didn't put that much thought into yeah. the whole, the greater whole. Lazy ass. <laughs> With your lazy ass. Lazy ass director. <laughs> You know, but that, what about you, DP or directing? Uh, DP. Mm. Uh, because like framing the shot. Yeah, framing the shot. Like, cause like, and then but in the same token, like you you still have your voice. Like, I, I, I mean, I would, if I think with me, I kind of get a little flustered and like aggravated because <laughs> if especially like like if if I was directing the movie, I definitely want to be in there with. Okay, we want to get this actor because. This actor has this type of style. Mm-hmm. This actor, I know. I would definitely want people around me that I know mm-hmm. acts. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But in the same token, with all those other ideas and things like that, I'm such a sucker for shit like that. Like, <laughs> like, like, like for real. Like, if I was directing you a DP and mm-hmm. then you then you was like, yeah, but what if you like you shoot it like this? Like, you put a little German on the <laughs> on the camera angle or something like that. And I'm like, what you gonna see under his chin and da da da. And he wants to pick up the pen, and I was like, mm-hmm. all right, well let's do it and just see what happens. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I might see something that I like in it, mm-hmm. but then I kind of lose my focus. I would lose my focus on what the whole goal was, and I'm just like, oh, well, let's do it. Like at that point, yeah. I was just like, well, we're doing something to have fun now. Mm-hmm. And so like that's the part. That's that's really the part that just I know that kind of gobbles me into it because mm-hmm. I'm a people person. I just want everybody to be happy. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you have to be stern. You have to be on some other shit. So I'd rather just be DP and be like, hey, yo, director. <laughs> How you think this look right here? Like a coyote. Yeah, I already uh, set it up. Uh, I think I got some yeah, shots. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, 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 not like that. Like, <laughs> I, th- I throw that monkey wrench in there like, yo, director, like, I know you had that shot, but check this one out. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. check this one out. And my thing, worst person, somebody, worst thing somebody can say is no. Oh, yeah. I just don't like being the person saying no all the time. I like saying no all the damn time, even though only when it's warranted. I, I mean, like yeah, yeah, it's like it's like, but like it's you know, it's it's good to say say like. I feel like I feel like if I say no, I owe you something. <laughs> I mean, not not really like not to a certain extent, of course, mm-hmm. but like if if, if 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 I feel like you're trying to be creative and stuff, like I don't like killing people shine because I feel like everybody has their own creative ways, and you just need something to. Boosted. That's that's me. I'm 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 the person. Look, bro. Y'all need some motivation. Mm-hmm. Y'all need something to get done or whatever. I'm like, yo, you can do it. We can make it happen. The only thing is, it's like a Captain Phillips type shit when you're shooting a movie or shooting a, anything. Is because when you have a crew, the first thing they kind of do is they look at you like this guy, like this guy is doing this, like, and then you have other people or some of those people that think that. Like trying to like put their input in it, mm-hmm. and then you you have to kind of like because they're kind of testing, you. yeah. So you kind of have to have an answer for everything, and you're like, all right, we're gonna do this, blah blah blah. Oh, right. why, why we do that? That doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, well, narratively in the story, the character is like paranoid, so the the frame should be kind of tilted. See, I, and and then, you 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 <laughs> you deliver. <laughs> you, I'm sorry. You deliver your ma- your nose well. Yes, yeah, like, like you deliver your nose well. You'll say no, and this is why. Mm. I'd be like, no, why? Because I'm directing. Shut up. 
Get like, the camera. Let's go. Like, I'm the captain. Yeah. I'm the captain. Yeah. Now. Like that's that's just. I mean, it's it's not. And I do that in a quirky way of like trying to be funny or whatever. Like I'm never gonna be deliberately mean, but it's like, man, just shut up, bro. We got this. We good. Just get the, yeah. put the camera. Put, put the camera battery in the camera. Yeah. Turn the camera on. Let's shoot. I think the only time I ever get passionate, or you'll see me get passionate about something, is if I don't have full control over the story. Like, like you're like you're losing control over it or something. Yeah, like if I if, if I say, oh, this script is good, but you know we can make this better somehow, and then mm. somehow something messes up the structure of it mm. that's out of my control. You do, do that. Then I'll be like, I feel some type of way about it. You, I'm like, you this, do that because especially when we brainstorming, bro. I'm like, <laughs> I was like. I was just giving an idea. He's like, no, nah, I don't even want to use that no more, bro. How about this? I'm like, yeah, well, well, yeah, because I'm like, because like, this messes up what happens here. But like, because I kind of like to me, I kind of look at it like a big like Jenga thing. Okay. And so when you like add one little thing or you take one little thing out, yeah, you know, then the rest of the stuff kind of crumbles. That's just man. I think that it's just stern, bro. That's just stern <laughs> in your creative ways. Like, I mean, it's, but it's nothing wrong with that because. I mean, as a person being creative, like it's a balance. Yeah, it, it is a balance, but it's just like when you're creative, it's like, bruh, I got the story in my head. I know what I want to do. When you take the time, put it out on paper, you write it mm-hmm. out. It's like, boom, that's what it is. Yeah, and like you, it's, like you say, you still have to be able to be like, oh, okay, I can see how yeah, that wouldn't that. work. But sometimes people break stuff that's better to the table, and then. You know, and that's like the true test of like if you have an ego or not, yeah. or if your ego is that big. Like, I've been in situations where like, <laughs> where like somebody like like actors, I'm always open to what an actor has to say. Yeah, about, yeah. Even like when it's like they're like, oh, I'm not sure that my character would do this, and then I'm like, all right, well, let's talk it out. Yeah. And then they're like, well, I think my character should do blah blah blah, and I'm like, that's actually a good idea. Let's mm-hmm. do this. But because of that. We gotta change some shit. <laughs> so you gotta change some stuff in the background because you said this. And we gotta change some stuff, but yeah. that part is that that is fun. But when it's not fun is when somebody is like, uh, <laughs> like, oh, I think we should do this, and it's like, you know, it's equally a good idea. Yeah, it's just equal to another good idea. I hate when people take stuff out and have nothing to put in. He's <laughs> like, nope, I don't think I don't think they should be eating chicken at the table. It definitely needs to be a sirloin. It's like Oh okay, never mind. What? That's my biggest right. When people ask try to just say stuff just to say stuff. Yeah, it's like annoying. that makes no sense. Yeah, that's get the fu- get out of here. I don't want to <laughs> hear your voice right now. But you know, it's funny, I wish I could meet crew members that like have been on movies where they were like, that's a terrible idea, but they don't say anything because it's not their place to say it, but they could have saved the movie. It's, it's <laughs> like I was watching a documentary. Such a big world, bro. Yeah, I was watching the documentary on The Last Jedi, mm-hmm. the last Star Wars movie, and like one of the crew people were telling the director and the writer, the writer, or the director was also the writer, and he was telling the, the director like, hey man, I don't think you really need this whole sequence. Like, like I think this whole sequence doesn't really fit in mm. the movie. And the director was super passionate about it. And he's like, no, 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 this works. This whole casino scene works. And, like, it'll be great. It'll be a standout, important moment in the movie. And that, in the, in the you fast forward to when the movie comes out, everybody hates that fucking sequence. The casino mm. sequence is bad. And so now I'm looking back at that documentary, like, that guy's probably sitting back going, like, yep. I told him. Sounds like somebody I knew. 
Moving on. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. No, no. We already no. talked about it like five times on the podcast. Oh, wait, are you talking about it? Yes, yes. Hold on, hold on. Yes, we're talking Oh my say. god, we've been saying it five times. If you haven't heard it before, go back and watch the other podcasts. Yeah, we, we we're not gonna do it. <laughs> What's next, bro? Next up, we have <laughs> Jim Carrey to play Robotnik in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Mr. Roboto. I mean, it's totally not related but to Robotnik. It's okay, but okay, because Robotic and Roboto starts off with Robot. Dr. Eggman. Dr. Eggman. But you know, I think uh, is he is he voicing it or is it live action? It's live action. It's a live action slash CGI movie. So put him in a fat suit. So Sonic is gonna be you know a CG creation voiced by Donald Glover. That's not confirmed yet. That's just my theory. Donald Glover is going to be Sonic. I'm calling it right now. I ain't, I ain't calling nothing. I just made my five dollars back you took last week. Yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, who knows what could happen? Uh, you know, I think uh, Jim Carrey is. Plotting to get back in his 90s mode. Goofy, quirky. Yeah, big budget movies. Because he kind of has strayed away from that. And, like, what's the last big Jim Carrey thing that we've uh, God Almighty. Yeah, Bruce Almighty. Bruce yeah. Almighty, yeah. I'm like, that's, that's 2003. But that was, that was the last movie I've seen him in, like, period. Yeah, it's like 2003. And, I mean, he had other movies after that, but they were not, like, like classics mm-hmm. You know It was like Yes Man And Mr. Popper's Penguins And shit I'm like What the fuck Are you doing man you I know? mean what I don't know man What's up with these What's up with the actors What do you think Why do you think He took that break for Was it Was it Because of the movies Or I think It was a whole Identity thing with him I was watching a documentary uh, Where he was It was behind the scenes Of a movie he made Where he was playing Andy Kaufman uh, mm-hmm. Comedian And uh it was like it's a really deep documentary, but it was. It you was said Andy Milanakis. Not Andy Milanakis. Oh, <laughs> but uh, Andy Kaufman. But he uh, he found out a lot of dark things about himself during the making of that movie because he went method for the first time in that. Jim movie. Carrey did. Yeah. Okay. And like you know, he was causing antics on set because he was the character, or he was that person. He was like really pretending to be that person. Yeah. And. It had like a, a, it changed him, sort of, like, and so he started to get deep spiritual and shit like that moving forward, and so he didn't really fuck with stuff like he used to, because he was like, the Jim Carrey that you guys see is not really me, it's just like a fucking persona that I thought was really me, but it's not. I I don't despise it. (laughs) I don't like method acting. I mean, and, and, and I think it's I think it's cool to a certain extent. I feel like it's a handicap, but it's, it's a, that's what that is to me. It's you, a it's a handicap. Well, I'm spiritual, you know how I am, but I don't play with the other demons and stuff like it's that. It's not really demon. Like when, if I'm living the life of somebody that's dead, or if I'm if I have to do something, I'm taking on their life. I'm taking on. But like, that but like when it's with. method acting, like say like, you know, if you're playing like, I don't know. uh Tupac or some shit. You gotta go to Compton and you gotta like, bro. I'll be the fakest <laughs> Tupac out here, bro. Yeah, like, all eyes on me. But I'm saying, like, bro. But I'm Tupac saying, was skinny, bro. Yeah, what are you saying, doing? But I'm saying, some people will go the extra mile to kind of at least kind of gain an understanding of like the the character that they're playing. Like, end of watch that cop movie, yeah, like yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal and Michael Pena. 
Yeah, so they just wanted to get a little bit of that in there, but it's not that's that's like light method stuff. But there's like a Heath Ledger side, which he's like he's notoriously famous for, it. Yep. you know, like his journal and shit. Like he had a whole Joker journal, like of Joker's thoughts, and it was like just sadistic shit in the book. Like AIDS is funny and shit like that, and I'm just like, all right, you gotta like. Here's the thing about playing the Joker, like you just have to have fun with it. You don't have to do like this whole like. Deep dive into madness type shit. Joker's First just, off, the Joker's not even a real person. I know, but it's like one of these things where, because the Dark Knight movies were so grounded in reality, that they were like, all right, well, let's we're gonna make this Joker feel like he's a real crazy person. Like, what does a real crazy person in real life look like? He's literally gonna stop playing the Joker <laughs> and be waking up. <laughs> well, some people think he killed himself and shit like that. Like, and then, because I think somebody had told Jack Nicholson when, like, he died, somebody told Jack Nicholson, hey, he Ledger died. And he was like, I told him. I told him. And he didn't even go further on what he told him. And so, like, this whole, there's this whole, like, I don't know, theory or something about playing the Joker is like, you just don't do it. You don't, like, I think people think that Jack Nicholson told Heath Ledger, hey, don't go too deep into it. Just have fun with it. Yeah. You know, because apparently Jack Nicholson said he had problems, like, like after playing the Joker, like, sleeping and shit mm-hmm. like that. And I'm just like, you know. I could see how that <laughs> stuff happens. That's, that's why I would never play, like, the Omen or some shit like that, like. But that's like, like to me, I I don't get it. I'm like, it's the Joker. Like, why are you guys having difficulty playing a a, a crazy evil clown guy? I'm gonna come back over here. You gonna start some method shit after this week? Ha ha ha! How's it going? Coming to my you know, I, if I was playing the Joker, I would just I would just dig into like what. I know about the Joker. I would I would take the stuff that I like from the comics and cartoons. I'd be like, yeah, he's like a theater. Theatrical character. But the things that you like, other people might not like, though. It doesn't matter because I'm... I'm it doesn't in a, matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter because, one... That's that director shit. <laughs> no, well, that, and also, I'm in a long line of actors who have already played that character already. So, yeah. why not do something different? Because Heath Ledger, when he came out, everybody was like... Like, when they saw pictures of how he looked, they were like... How would you not... I was like, yo, that's dope. When I first saw it, I was like, what the... F-? It's definitely different. I was like, what, what, like why does he have scars on his cheek? And, like, why does he look like a, a crying Ronald McDonald? Like, you know, but when I saw the movie, I got it. I was like, oh, okay, cool. This is the version that they're doing. Mm-hmm. And then the trailer, the first teaser trailer, like, it had, like, some dialogue. And all that he said in the trailer was, like, evening, commissioner. And it was, like, over black. Like, you didn't see anything. Mm-hmm. And then you saw, like, the from the black, you just see the Joker's face looking mm-hmm. up. And you're like... Wow, this looks, he looks disturbing, you know? And so, you know, maybe that thing can work in some ways, in some ways it doesn't. Like, the guy who played the Joker, the latest guy, Jared Leto, mm-hmm. they said he was doing method acting on Suicide Squad, too. And he was only in the movie for, like, 12 minutes. Right. <laughs> but, you know, like, sending... Like, it's like what got him, you know, the second role? Yeah, he was sending people, like, dead rats and shit, and, like... Well, somebody said condoms, but that ended up not being true, I don't think. And then, like, letters and, like, people could only address them as Mr. J. And, like, I get that. A lot of a lot of sets do that. I'm like, I don't get that. I'm like, you you literally are not talented enough to separate yourself from it. Well, no, a lot of people a lot of people do that. Like, uh, when you're on set, you go by who you're playing. Like, I don't your do regular name. Like, I've, I've heard of that, like, plenty of times, which is actually, I mean... It's just the thing of kind of keeping you in your own zone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, when you're not on set, you're not, like... Of course, when you're walking around town, you don't be like, Hey, oh, uh, yo, 
you know, Mr. J or whatever the case is. But <laughs> Mr. J when you're is on set cousin. and you're not, yeah, and you're not being like on film, you still stay in that and zone. You know what? Like, just not- like uh, Mr. Uh, Perkins. Oh, Teddy Perkins. Teddy yeah, Perkins, yeah. yeah. yeah like, and, and you know what's funny? I think, like, with characters like that, it might even be just to set the mood. Because, like, with the Joker thing, in the movie itself, in Suicide Squad, he was more of a presence, like a looming presence. Mm-hmm. And so, with the antics that he was doing on set, and they hadn't even seen Jerry, they were probably like, like, like he could come out at any moment. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of like life imitating art in a weird way. Yeah. And then with the Teddy Perkins thing from Atlanta, because the main actor didn't know, or one of the people didn't, or I think Lakeith knew it was it was. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah, I think he knew it was Donald, but you know everybody. No, else, he didn't know. Because I thought it was another actor on set. It was another actor, the guy, other guy in the wheelchair, Ooh, wheelchair. who didn't know it was Donald Glover. That's who. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so. You know, sometimes I think it's interesting to keep that mystery, but I don't think as a director, I've never really worked with, I've never worked with anybody who went like method, but to me, it's always like, you know, come prepared. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to be on set and you're like doing stuff to amp yourself up. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm ready to shoot the shit, like <laughs> cut the shit, like, you know, like, like I said, you have to have your own thing. You can't have anybody else boost you up. Yeah. I hate, I hate that. I just, I just hate that. Like, I mean, just like I'm doing now, I remember, I remember one time we were shooting something at uh, the high school. It was um, like no, it was like a tobacco free thing. Mm-hmm. Were you, you remember that? Okay, maybe more there. It was Wakefield. We were at Wakefield High School, and then we were uh, doing this. Um, it was like suicide. It was like suicide or either tobacco or something like that. Mm-hmm. And this girl had a line. She was just like, ah, and she just got stuck. And I was just like, so like, look. So when you say it, I was like, I was like, you 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 were doing it so perfect when you say it, like just imagine it was like your brother or sister or somebody that just mm-hmm. that 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 killed themselves, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And you be in those shoes right there. Mm-hmm. And Chris looked at me, he's like, That's the right that thing. Was, that was it right there. That's the right thing. Alvin, that was it. I was like, man, come on, stop, stop. You get out of the <laughs> Oh, you getting out of the mood. But it's just like it's like as a as a director, you, you have to have that 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 little spunk or spark to like get it, but you don't know when anybody come up rubbing your shoulders. All right, bro, let's go. You got this, bro. Like if you gotta do all that, it's just like, like I said, who hired this motherfucker? Yeah. Like let's get somebody else. It depends. Like if I need the character or the actor to be angry and they're not getting angry, just be an asshole. <laughs> like it's not, it's not, it's not Jeez. the, it's not the most professional thing to do. But sometimes when you need to get something from somebody and you're on yeah. the timeline, I'm like, I need you to be mad. Yeah. So like. You know, you gotta start in something like maybe we got the wrong person for this. <laughs> yeah, Same bullshit like you know, that. But somebody cut this man. But see, I couldn't do that because I'd be like goofy with it. I'd be too goofy. But you know, I, I think, couldn't be serious about but I that. Think before, but I think beforehand, I would make sure that they know my personality. I'm just like I'm joking about certain things, mm. but I will push to kind of get that. But I've never had to work on a super. Actually, no, I have worked on mm-hmm. two dramatic things, but. You know, like, it's kind of funny because um, I don't want to keep going back to Suicide Squad, but there was one scene where, like, he sees the letter, or Will Smith's character sees the letters of his, uh, from his child right. that he never saw. And, uh, like, he wasn't given the best performance. And so the director was like, he was like, that guy that put those letters there, he just put an aborted fetus on your table. Go. And then Will Smith, you know, he when you see the movie, 
that's what he's going off of. Like that direction is what oh, he's for going real? Off. And you're like, that works. Like that's, that's what dope. he needed to see because it was kind of like oh, he really did put an abortive fuse. No, no. I was like, damn. But he just gave him the vis- the visual of gotcha, that. The gotcha. visual of that was enough to kind of give him the the look that he needed. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so like because he did have a changed look. Honestly, like when he was in jail, he seemed a little cleaner. But when he like got into like zone, he was just like. Yeah. Droopy face. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. So I don't know. I, I would love to, to dissect movies like that or, you know, just do a whole. I, you know what? I think that'll be a project that we have to do later this year or sometime this year. Just, you know, do some projects, work with some actors, mm-hmm. get some actors together. <laughs> they got to work for free, though. Let's do it. <laughs> what a budget, okay? Hell yeah. <laughs> Say he went to Jamie Foxx's party, but it was free. <laughs> This is true. You know, it's harder now. It's harder to. I gotta operate differently now. No, it's true, man. I'm not mad at you, bro. You got to. I gotta operate differently. Like now, people are like, "Oh, you know, you know Drake. You know, you know, like all these like dudes." I'm just like clutching my phone, like (laughs) you know, like yeah, you know, you don't know what could happen. You You find it when you find a blackberry with the side scroll. Or people are like, Shout oh. to the rap, rapper you never know. People are like, oh, you're like all bougie now. You know, and I'm like, man, it's just, I'm the same, same person. Like, you know. But this is what they warned me about. So. This motherfucker. <laughs> my barber left my widow speak up here. What the fuck? Mm. I got a damn. You one of those people. What? I, I still got the Wakanda thing going on. Over hey, here. man, it's in. It's in now. Whatever. I don't get that. I don't get why, like, we're so obsessed with, like, our, like, hairline. Like, our hairline is not our actual hairline. What? Like, when people go to the barber to get a shape up, like, that's not the actual shape that your hair grows grows in. So, like, you're, like, just, like, using this colonialized idea of how black people should look. Here and we I'm go. Like, I'm just saying. I'm not saying that's not how it's look, but it gives a cleaner look. It gives a, a more shapely look. Yeah, I'm saying that right there. It's like a it's, no because even a if, even if it. I get my even if I get my like <laughs> like uh if I don't get a shape of whatever my my hair would grow, but it's like it's just so shape funny, bro. I just can't. No, you just don't love yourself, man. I love myself. I'm saying, this, I, as, I'm saying this as I have my hair like all fucking childish Gambianoy. <laughs> But you know, like uh, <laughs> when you wipe it, you wipe it like hey, I meant for it to be like this today, nigga. <laughs> you know, I don't have the. I actually joked about that. I'm like, how did you have the courage to just walk up in like interviews and shit with just like your hair? <laughs> well, the thing about me, uh, the thing I always saw with you, bro, I was like, bro, like the fro draws attention away from the hairline. Believe it or not, that that, and also I think uh, I don't know. People just take you seriously. <laughs> But with a bro, if you if you say you're a filmmaker and you got or you say you're an artist of some sort, like if I said I was a an actor or a writer or something, and I got this eccentric look, they're like, oh shit, he's about it. So I already have that going for me. But then that I'm actually like good with this shit, it's like mm-hmm. he's like some type of eccentric dude or whatever. So mm-hmm. it's not a gimmick, but it's almost like a superhero type. Thing. It's too late, father. I love you, W. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I get what you're saying. Everybody's got yeah. Sell thing. yourself, man. Everybody's got a thing. Shit, even Walmart go up on their prices. <laughs> Deep for real. Facts. Shit. McDonald's charge you twenty five cents for a sauce that cost them five cents to make. Mm. Yeah, I forgot you. You got the McDonald's inside man, information. Man, we I went to McDonald's <laughs> training, bro. I'm sorry. 
These fools went and got a garbage can out of the dumpster and was like, y'all counting them sauces. I was like, please, bro, I'm not counting them sauces. That makes me so upset. And they were like, yeah, those sauces, uh, if, you, if you count how much it takes McDonald's to make that, it's five cents. I'm like, five cents? Y'all charge 25 cents a sauce. <laughs> so imagine how much money we could have made if we sold those sauces. I'm like, man, if you get out of here, bro. Yeah, people are dumb. That's why you give them three ketchups unless they ask specifically for a certain amount. <laughs> I wonder if certain celebrities have like these type of stories and like, man, I'm so glad I got out of there. But I'm not even a celebrity and I'm like, bro, I'm so glad I got some of these situations. <laughs> I told my cousins the day like, um, <laughs> I was working security and shit like that. And then I was like, oh, ain't you doing security? Like, no, nah, I ain't doing security no more. Mm. It was like, dang, you always moving jobs. I was like, well. McDonald's still got me on the payroll, so I was like, they still call me and be like, yo, you trying to come work? And I'd be like, nah. Mm. But if something ever go wrong, bro, like, this film stuff don't ever work out, <laughs> they got me something to fall back on. That's true. But they always say, man, like, you never make anything of yourself until you actually just take a chance. Like, execute. leap off it. Yeah. You gotta whether, you got, whether you have a back backup plan or not, it's just like, just go for it, bro. Execute. Yeah. I, I haven't get, got to that point yet. I get a test to that. You just do it. Just do it. But do you do you have a story where you like just, just did it? Yeah, yeah, I just did it. Yeah, <laughs> like what is it? Yeah, like, what's okay, stuff? okay. So circa 2014, graduate. We graduate, right? I found out I'm getting evicted. I didn't know I was getting evicted, mm-hmm. and so right there, my brain had to like adjust because I'm like, all right, so survival mode. What do I do to survive? How do I make my money? I just film shit. That's all I know how to do is just film shit. Rap, rap, wire. That's not a rap wire. But, you know, like, so I just was filming music videos, filming anything I could film, except for porn. Uh, (laughs) But but filming anything I could film for, like, for, like, a year straight, like, a whole year. Like, that's how I'm living. I'm, like, that's how I'm eating. Like, I'm literally surviving off of having my camera, my camera, my laptop, clothes. That's it. And anybody that'll let me stay with me. <laughs> you know so it's like i'm grinding you didn't call but, me huh you didn't call me i didn't call you no i didn't let anybody know about it i was like really ashamed about it i was like it's like really like awkward i get what you're saying like nobody knew like nobody knew i was like looking i look pretty fr- i like would look pretty like i had together, the yeah. illusion was like tight like mm-hmm. super tight but just to let y'all know his folk his fro is fake like Steve Harvey, <laughs> yeah, I take it Steve off. Steve I take it off like Viola Davis does, and how to catch him. <laughs> how to, uh, what is it? No, how to. What's that TV show she got on ABC? But she snatched her wig off in Black Panther. Oh, but she did it. No, Viola Davis, different actress. She wasn't in Black Panther. Yeah, bitch. What yeah, was bitch. the girl in Black Panther? That was the uh, ball. Doom, doom. Yeah, he the, froze the like an antelope. Like a cantaloupe in headlights. Yeah, that was a different actress. What was her name? <laughs> Why are you trying to put me on the spot? I gotta I was Google just asking. it. I know you gotta, gotta Google it. Deny Guerrero. Yeah, you yeah. should say her. Yeah. But, well, I wanted I wanted to set the visual because oh, it, it didn't work. Whatever. Fuck <laughs> Anyways, but fast forward, I'm just shooting stuff for like a year, straight up year. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I found this like ad agency, and I'm like shooting videos for them too. And I didn't, you know, I was just, I was, mm-hmm. yeah, hoeing out my skill set for cheap, <laughs> prostitute, for, for cheap, 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 uh, cheap prices and shit like that. But then, like in like 
January of 2000, no, March of 2016, I see, like, an ad on, like, Indeed or some shit about this, like, job mm-hmm. where, like, a multimedia producer, associate multimedia producer, and I'm like, you must have, like, seven years of experience. I'm like, I don't have seven years of experience, but I got enough of that in that one year mm-hmm. of grinding, and I'm like, I'm just going to go for it. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Did it. And then I didn't hear anything back. And then, like, I think, like, two weeks later or some shit, they're like, hey, we want to talk to you, blah, blah, blah. And, like, I'm like, oh, shit. This shit actually might work. <laughs> you know? And so, you know, fast forward. I got the gig, and then my life, like, turned around. So it's like, sometimes you just got to take initiative. And the stuff, and what was funny is the stuff that played a big deciding factor was, like, the stuff that I had just went and did. Mm-hmm. Like, the stuff that I just was like, you know what, I'm going to do this. And then, you know, uh... Uh, showed, you know, and I think a big part of that too was uh, uh, the Vendetta thing that we shot. We just did it. Yeah, we just did it. But you know, it was, was that an insane? That was an insane year. Same year, 2016. That was the same year was it? Shot it in March. So it's two years, not one. Well, yeah, 2015 to March of 2016. So, and we shot it in March of 2016. Yeah, we did. So it was like the timing of everything. And this was back when I was still like, you know, just grinding. You know, so like it worked out. You know, but it's also, but it's just a good story to tell and say, hey, you just can, if you do, if you just do and not think about, like, if it's going to suck or not or whatever, you know, like, you don't know what the, the ripple effect of that work will, like, lead to. You're right, you're so, right. So. True, true. Yeah. So, that was my positive message of the, of the, <laughs> of the episode. Might put a sound effect here, like, sparkly sound effects. <laughs> Anybody want to uh, add Daniel to the Big Brother program? <laughs> I, I, I think I could be an inspiring role model. You could be an inspiring role model, but you can't be a Big Brother. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> Fuck you. But, yeah, I think, uh, actually, we got one more thing. Oh, I wasn't going anywhere. Oh, no, I just. I I'm, picked my girl up in a few, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got one more thing. Last thing is. Choo-choo. Margot Robbie has confirmed that the Birds of Prey movie with the Harley Quinn character and other DC women right, right, right. Uh, is going to be an R-rated girl gang film. Ooh. So it'll be an R-rated DC movie. I'm like, okay, so, hmm, thoughts? <laughs> oh, my thoughts. Eh, eh, that means might be what DC. It's like I don't know. Every time DC puts something, out, I'm just like, bro, this might be what DC need, bro. And it never they is. just need something just like this right here, and then they just find some way to fuck it up. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know. I just like you know. I mean, well, hold on. We got we got Aquaman coming. Yeah, which is that is going to change okay, the game. So, so if Aquaman does well with marketing, because when when the, the when should they start shooting this? Well, they start you know? shooting this in January 2019. 2019. That's right after Aquaman. Yeah. If they do well with Aquaman, and you can get your boys on girl like like on board like you're doing your girls right now for Aquaman, like, oh, you get to see a sexy guy with shirt off. <laughs> like, if you could be like, yo, it's going to be hot chicks mm-hmm. fighting, kicking ass, mm-hmm. you might have something here. You might have a little something. You're like, I'm there. Yeah, I, mean, I see that. Uh, I don't know who the other characters will be, but I have a guess that it'll be like Poison Ivy, Catwoman, and 
some another one. But then you bring Halle Berry back. As Catwoman? No, I'm just. Yeah, I was about to I'm say, just talking, bro. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say she did such a shitty job in that movie, but she looked good. She looked good in that movie. But that's it. <laughs> and that was right after she wore her Oscar too. How you feel about the whole what Birds of a Flock? Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. Fuck yeah. you, man. <laughs> I don't think it'd be a flop. Cause, no, no, yeah. not flop. I didn't say flop. Birds of a flock because birds oh. flock. Oh, gotcha, That's gotcha. what I said. Gotcha. <laughs> I, I was not trying birds to do them in like that. DC, I'm not doing y'all like that, bro. If yeah, y'all need daddy. me, call me, Alvin Williams. I think it could Junior. be. Junior. <laughs> I think it could be cool. You know what we should start doing? We should start. We should have a cash app. Like we should start showing our cash apps. Uh, cash app be dollar sign. Bright Light Pro B R I G H T L I T E Pro. Damn, I don't have a cash. <laughs> you don't have a cash out? I mean, I do, but if y'all want to send Daniel it. money, send it to Bright Light Pro B R I G H T L I T E P R O. That was good. That was good. But you know, you never know what could happen. Oh shit, my shit ringing. Hmm. Well, oh shit. Yeah. I ten dollars. Right. Yeah. I do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, you know it. It could be good. We'll see how it turns out. It's got a great director on it, and it's you know it's all it's very female mm-hmm. powered, a very female powered movie behind the scenes and uh, you know in front of the camera. And I think that's gonna be uh, it could not a game. It could be a game changer. I don't know. We'll see. But you like you got a cough coming, bro. Yeah, I have like a whole congestion thing uh, coming up. Like they congested like like a Dexter from the, 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 like the, the. Mandarf. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I think I think it'll be good. Um, it'll be good for the women, bro. Like, give them something. <laughs> You're like, give them, a, give them a win. Yeah, I mean, no, no, no. Because, like, honestly, <laughs> man, I showed my girl. Uh, we were on the way to uh, Florida. And uh, I showed my girl uh, Wonder Woman while we were on the way there. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, my gosh, what's that movie? We got to finish watching that when we get back to the room. I was like, say no more, bro. Like, Did you like it? Yeah, she loved it, bro. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was surprised about it, actually. Because she's, you know, not really into movies and stuff like that in general. But she liked that movie. And she was just like, we got to watch it when we get back. Yeah, that movie works. It works. So I think the women, you know. I need something. Get ready to go see it in theaters next year or Wonder Woman 2 next year. Oh, I, I'm I'm cool with that. <laughs> as long as she's by my side. She riding, I'm sliding. Mm, whatever. That you, was don't know you don't know nothing about that. Cornball line. You don't even know what sliding is, boy. No, I don't. I don't know anything about that. Yes, sir. But I think that's all for this episode. We've... We've reached an hour and forty-five minutes. Let's I, get it. I think that's a re- that's not a record. We've no. been pretty consistent lately. I think. Yeah. Today's July seventh, twenty eighteen. I'm Alvin Williams, and I'm Daniel Thompson. That's a wrap. Peace. <laughs>